What is up? What is up? We're back. Episode 10 of Novelty Voice. We're here at 120 Collective representing Novelty Growth with our special guest, Paris. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. I'm excited to kind of dive into your story, get okay. to know you more. Um, you know, our purpose behind this podcast is really giving people a voice and allowing them to uh, really just share their not only their journey, but also their vision with what they're trying to do. Okay. And so we're going to dive in a little bit. The first question that I want to ask you is, where are you from? I am from Indianapolis, Indiana, born and raised. Okay, what side of town? West side of Indianapolis. But my mother got married, and um, right before my high school year, we moved out to Lawrence. Okay. So um, I graduated from LN, Lawrence okay. North. Okay, so how young are you? I am... Young. <laughs> okay. I'm OG stat. Okay. <laughs> what up, what up? Um, so when you went to Ellen then, that's yeah. where you graduated? Yeah. Okay. And when did you move then? You said? Uh, right before I um, right before I started my freshman year. Okay. I moved out east. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> what's good? We got Lance outside <laughs> taking videos. Hey. Um, that's awesome. So where... You know, for those of you who don't know Paris, she is an up-and-coming artist here out of Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, where did the music passion start for you? I've always, <clears throat> I've always been into the music. Mm -hmm. um, it's always been something I love, but nothing I've never done. Mm. I'm more so on the poetry side. Okay. Um, I like pottery, poetry, you know, painting, sculpturing. I like all of that. What what made you get into that? I met. Um, are you from here? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, what school did you graduate from? If you Center don't Grove, Southside. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I ran into a substitute at school named Blair Karsh. Okay. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him or not. Mm -hmm. um, primarily, a lot of the West Side, like Pike, um, Ben Davis, New Augusta, where I went. Um, He's a sub that substituted around the whole city. Okay. And he taught his class, every subject he taught, he taught in a poetry form. Oh, wow. That's how he got everybody interested into the, the study. Yeah. Nobody, everybody gets in a the, in the class and they say, oh, we got a substitute today. They don't want to do anything. Mm -hmm. But he came and he taught math, history, science, anything you wanted to learn about, he taught it in a poetry form. That's interesting. And then ever since then, you kind of just... It spiked my interest. Yeah, spiked your interest. Mm -hmm. And then um, what'd you do? Did you... You were like, oh, this is interesting. Did you start um, writing immediately or... I've always wrote. Mm. Um, he actually structured me and um, helped me get it together into flow right. Now, um, everybody has a push that they don't know about okay. in, this, in this lifetime. Yeah. And um, I kind of stepped off of the poetry. It wasn't a... It's a passion but it wasn't a love. It wasn't a, something I wanted to do every day. Mm -hmm. um, I actually played sports. I'm a sports head. I like I like basketball. I like softball. Did you play that in high school? Yes. Or? Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, I did. And um, I got into a relationship after college. Okay. And um, we was together about five years. Where did you go to college real quick? Vincennes University. Okay. I went there for a couple years. Um, and then I came back home, got my first apartment, got in a relationship. The guy I was dating, he rapped. Okay. His studio was actually two doors down. Dope. What's it called? Um, it's right here, 120 East Market. That's what we all call oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's yeah, dope. So, um, we was on the second floor, and he rapped, and I fell in love with the whole recording, the sitting in the studio, the vibing. I fell in love with that whole vibe, but I still never took music serious. Mm -hmm. um, 
when it comes to somebody I'm close to that's doing things and actually making it make sense, mm-hmm. I'll support it. Yeah. Um. So with that being said, I went to a couple spots to try to help him get better and make sure he was taking the necessary steps to further his music education. Mm-hmm. So um, one day they was in the studio, like playing around, like we just talked about, and it just it pissed me off a little bit, like. <laughs> What are you guys doing in here? Like, why even come to the studio if you you guys could have stayed at home or stayed yeah. in the hotel for this? Why am I here just sitting here? So one of them was like, "Well, how about you do it then? Since you know so much." And da da da. And I was like, "Bet." <laughs> okay, but because because the like the point I'm trying to get to because he told me I couldn't, and not just him but anybody just because he told me I wasn't able to. That was your push. That was my push. Wow. I like so, that a lot. So it inspired Blair Karsh inspired me, but negative negativity pushed me. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. And so do you think that negativity that uh, I don't want to say that push, but generally negativity in one's life is a good thing then? Mm-hmm. It can be a good thing. Yeah. Um I just just don't tell me I can't do it because mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And <laughs> I guess that it takes that certain person with that mindset. Yeah. Some people, you know, let it hold them back, but yeah. obviously you didn't. When I did it, I recorded one song and I took it to a club out here and it started playing everywhere. Really? And it made him like, I was like, oh, well, I'm really about to do this now. <laughs> like now that I know that I can do it and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm definitely about to do it. And it kind of put a wedge between me and him mm. a little bit because it's like I'm swerving in his lane. Gotcha. But, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you recorded that first song, um, and then I guess you you were just like, okay, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And then did you just get on and start freestyling, or like (laughs) how'd that come about? Like in the studio? Yeah. My first time, I I sat at home, I got a beat off of YouTube, Uh and I just wrote it. I just was writing the best way I could, I wrote. Yeah. So then I went to a studio that I knew... From my ex-boyfriend, I was like, hey, I'm about to record something. I didn't want to tell nobody. I just went there, and I was nervous. Yeah, I was like this to the mic. I was like this close. <laughs> and then he was like, no, push it out. You got to get in the mic like you're performing. Like, I want to hear it. And I did that. And then I came back home, and I played it, and everybody's eyes got big, and everybody got quiet. And then next thing you know, like, people are asking for autographs. People want to take pictures. They're requesting my music. Wow. They're like, you got any more music? I'm like, nope, but I will. Yeah. So that's how it kind of started. And that was on your first song that you recorded? Yeah. That's awesome. How long ago was that? That was about four or five years ago. Okay. And so since then, obviously, I'm sure a lot has changed, oh, developed. Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. The growth has been crazy. You can't get me out the studio. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Can't get me out the studio. Yes. Yeah, so talk about a little bit about your music. You know, do you have uh, full projects, albums? Mm-hmm. My first, My first tape was called... Excuse my French. Okay. And I went around the city and I got features with everybody in the city mm-hmm. so people could see who Paris Ladam was. It was just Paris at first. But um, then I had, a, I had a song with everybody and I had a big song called Head Dumb. It blew up out here. Me featuring MRC, which is Yella and Lil Scooty. Okay. And um, that was a big song. So then after that, I put out another tape. Called me, myself, and Ladam. And then after that, I came with Every Dollar Counts. And it's like a journey between those three. Are those tapes, uh, are you kind of like telling a story <clears throat> throughout? Or what's the, 
is there any honest. like a premise behind the whole tape? You know what I mean? I, everybody, I just feel like everybody's been through a lot. Okay. And everybody's been through something. Yeah. So my music, I try to make fun. Okay. And I talk about my life in that music, but I make it in a fun way to uplift you from reminding yourself of that struggle part, you know what I'm saying, mm. that you had to get away from. So I make a lot of club music and fun music, as you know, hang up. Yeah. I like to make it fun <laughs> to bring smiles and you know stuff to people. So my music has changed so much over the years. Yeah. I think now I finally just found the lane that I really want to be in. And what is that lane? Just being me. Okay. Like at first, like I hated my voice. Mm. Um, I always loved the music, but like how I wanted to rap, like you don't want to sound like anybody else. Yeah. You know, and you don't want to be that one female who has that irritating voice that nobody wants to hear. Mm. So I had to. I've been doing like years. I've been perfecting it, and now I feel like I'm right where I need to be at. Mm, that's awesome, and obviously that didn't happen overnight. Oh so no, 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 no. What did that journey look like? A, a lot of ups and downs. Of course, it was times where I didn't want to do it anymore because oh. it's hard trying to chase a dream and make sure your your life yeah. is stable at the same time. Yeah, like I'm taking care of my priorities first. This is supposed to be recreational, mm -hmm. but now that it's serious, now I'm trying to balance my life, my job. And then the music. Yeah. So my weekends were done for. <clears throat> what, no more having fun. <laughs> what kept you going, though? Why didn't you just say, you know what, this isn't for me? The first time I had a show that was sold out, um, I didn't even have to hold the mic to my mouth. I held it to the crowd, and they knew everything. Oh, and wow. that feeling is like a I'm feeling. I'm getting goosebumps right that, now. <laughs> that feeling is like. That feeling is like. A feeling that you just crave, yeah. Like, and that that will never make. I will never stop because of that feeling. Mm. So, like, every time I go on the on the stage now, it, like, it feels good because we spent hours in the studio, yeah. And just to go to a, a show, I've been to shows where nobody knew any of my music, but I gained fans. Mm -hmm. But it's it, that feeling going to a show and everybody in the crowd knows your music. You don't even have to do nothing. Yeah, like that's crazy. It's a crazy. That's like it's a, like an adrenaline rush. It is. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it reminds me of. Everything I've really done in life. Mm -hmm. Basketball, I was starting five. That that stomach, you know, they call it butterflies, but yeah. it's a different feeling. Yeah. Softball, pitching, center field, it's a it's a feeling. It's like all eyes are on you right now. I like that. So. There's with what you just said, there's like three or four questions that I have. Oh, no, so no. it's all over the place. But um you just said it's a feeling. Yeah. And you know, I don't just by sitting here, I kinda get the vibe from you that you are a person that is about energy, maybe. Oh yeah. And so yeah. well, how do you think the importance of, um, one energy, but just that feeling process of life and, you know, negative, positive, whatever, mm -hmm. what, how's that played a role in your life? I can't, I, I really can't deal with any like negative vibes. <laughs> <laughs> um, me and Price was just talking, like I started off with like 15 females on stage with me. Mm -hmm. Like I had 15 females selling CDs from East 38th street to West 38th street. Oh, wow. I always had T-shirts on. I was selling the CDs for $5. And then I, when I got the money for it, I made sure everybody on my team got a piece of it. Like um, now, out of those 15, three of them is still here. Okay. Um, one, Well, two of them is still here. One of them has no choice. We're same mom, same dad. It's my sister. She has no choice to be around. Mm -hmm. But the other two, they've been here. And with this music, it shows you who's really here. And oh, who's wow. not? There's a lady named Miss Fee, 
when I first started, she was like the female that was known to rap out here. Mm-hmm. And I had to go to her like, man, what do I do? Because I love my friends, but they're not helping me pay no bills right yeah. now. <laughs> and this they, is what I'm trying to do. Were so they like, holding you back or were they just... I wouldn't say holding us back. I just don't feel like... They were moving you forward? They were, Yeah. They had other... I mean, they were just being teenagers, you mm-hmm. know, want to go hang with guys and I wanted to go this way. And gotcha. I was in a relationship anyway. Yeah. So I couldn't do half the stuff they wanted to do. Well, I could have, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we all just kind of just grew apart. Mm-hmm. Like, a couple of them still hang together, but everybody's not built for this music. Yeah. Like, if it's not all eyes on you, then they don't want that, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't want it to be just all eyes on me because me and my whole team, we're all working. Yeah. Like, But sure. I wanted to make sure anybody who was at the, in my team, in my circle, all of us is doing something. All of us got to eat. Mm. So that's how it is. I like that. Uh, how many people do you have on your team? Um, I have Ronnie. I have some people out in VA, B. Um, my mother's my my number one, my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um, she's my biggest supporter. Yeah. Um, her and RJ, and then I got about my four best friends, and okay. then I have my producer, and then I have um, I have Fresh Does It, I have Dane, I have Rolex, I have Brooke, I have Shauna, I have TK, and I have my sister and my brother. So everything's kind of like people that I have a bond with. Yeah. Um, I re- I work with other people as well, but like my immediate people. Yeah, your core. My core is the people that started with me, mm-hmm. the people that's still here. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and so when it comes to relationships, because we're kind of on that topic, and mm-hmm. networking in general with the industry that you're in, how you know crucial is that? And how has it played a role in your life, just getting to where you're at? It's crazy, because I've done podcasts. I've done radio interviews. I've done radio interviews three years ago, and they're reaching out to me today. <laughs> and I didn't remember that I've done that. Like. Yeah. Relationships are everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to South by Southwest mm-hmm. last year. You ever heard? Have you heard yeah. of that? That was my first year time. My first time going. Okay. And um, how many times have you been? Once. Okay. Gotcha. I'm gonna go again this uh, this upcoming year in March. Okay. But um, my first time going, I've married into so many DJs that I haven't seen since I've done one of their events mm-hmm. from everywhere. I had two DJs come to me like. You Paris Ladon? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, we get emails from your mother every day. <laughs> <laughs> they have relationship with her. <laughs> My mother has fans. Like, That's awesome. It's crazy. <laughs> she has people who who go through her to try to get in t- contact with me, but she has fans. Like, relationships are important. And mm-hmm. I try to, you know, anybody I bump shoulders with, like, we always stay in contact. So yeah. relationships are important to me. A hundred percent. So how many um you know, have you done a tour by yourself before? A tour? Yeah. No. Okay. Is that on the agenda? It's definitely on the agenda. Um, okay. I'm thinking about dropping this tape. I'm thinking either middle or end of January. Okay. And then probably pop it off like that. I got a lot of eyes on me right now, so I'm just making sure every move that I make is, strategic, is on point. On yeah. Point. Definitely yeah. strategic, but yeah. like <laughs> definitely on point. Yeah. Like I don't want like this. When I first came out, I came out with a song called Head Dumb. It's a really big song out here, and mm-hmm. they can still play it, and people will still go crazy. Yeah. And um, it kind of started slowing down after a while because I knew nothing about this music. All I thought it was just recording 
and putting the song out. I never knew how much work it really was with mm. this music. Like people think you can just go and record and it's not it. Like what goes into the, it then? Everything. <laughs> you got paperwork, you got studio all the time. You just can't you can't just make a song and then you're gonna wake up a superstar next day. Yeah. You know, Which and a lot of people it, think I, that a lot of people think that a lot that, of people yeah. think that um people can push a song it, people can push a song for ten years and, and then it'll blow ten years later. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I People put out a song one year, and then they can get a deal after that. But nothing happens overnight. Facts. That's big facts. if you go into thinking like that, people give up on it. But at the same time, you got to be dedicated because what I've noticed um, going from city to city and people in this city too sometimes, they're content with being known in their area. Mm. And that's it. So why you want me to do a song with you for if you if you only want to keep it here in Indianapolis, yeah, you're trying. You know, to, you're I'm trying to branch out everywhere. Yeah, like this is bigger than Indianapolis now. Mm. So, um, if you're not going to think outside the box and think bigger than where your city is at, then I don't think it's, it's not the right it's match. Not, no, no. Yeah, that's that's dope. Um, and I was going to ask you, you. We were talking before this, and I kind of just want the people listening to hear it because I think it's just super cool. Um, the song "Hang Up." Yeah. So the first time I encountered Paris, I was walking to 416 East Wabash, a venue here um, where we hosted our Club 416. And, um, you know, she was recording her music video. Super dope video, by the way. Thank you. Um, And I walk in, I see this girl with some orange hair (laughs) and she's just rapping. And I'm like, what is this song playing? And, you know, it has that catchy, like, what? Do it. Yeah. And so I started bobbing my head and. You know, I looked you up and I was like, okay, this actually has some, you know, catchy tune to it. Yeah. And she had just told me right before this podcast how, how this song, yeah. <laughs> so tell this story, how this song came about. Me and my friends were just sitting around. We was chilling, you know, doing girl stuff. Yeah. And um, somebody called my phone and I forgot what the conversation was, but all I heard was boop, boop, boop when they hung up on me <laughs> on the iPhone. That's the noise it makes if you get hung up on. And now... I just made a song after that. As so when I heard that noise, <laughs> I made a song based off that noise, and that's what it was. And then going into it, you're like, I'm just going to create this fun song, oh, kind of yeah. catchy. And I was like, does it, hey, y'all, does this sound childish? And it was like, a little bit. <laughs> I was like, like I'm going to try it. Like, I had just got back from VA, and um, it made – I. I just knew that it would, the kids would gravitate to it, mm-hmm. and I knew the women would gravitate to it. If you have the women, you kind of have everybody mm, anyway. Like yeah. um, so when I start doing it, now people hang up, try to hang up before I do, but, yeah. and they'll say, <laughs> boop, 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 and hang up on me. <laughs> people do that all the time, but um, hang up is definitely, it's my single right now. So yeah. so you release it, and what happens? Because you're not expecting it to blow up like it did. Well, you know what's so crazy? I actually, I made the song. Mm-hmm. I recorded it on a Sunday. Didn't like how it sounded in the studio. I went and recorded it on a Wednesday okay. with Icon at City Dump. Mm-hmm. Then after I did that, I shot a video for it Sunday. And then I came to RJ, which is Ronnie. And I'm like, hey, because I had just dropped a CD with them. The first three tapes was me trying to find me. Mm-hmm. So this new tape right here is all me. Gotcha. So, so I came to him like, hey. Because usually when I go to the studio, I'm like, hey, I'm about to go to the studio. I'm about to record a song. I was snuck in there and, <laughs> and did this and shot the video without anybody knowing. Okay. So I really just I wanted to just present it to him like, hey, this is it. I think this is going to do something. 
He shot it down. <laughs> <laughs> I cried my eyes out. He shot. He loved the song. Yeah. He he played it like maybe fifty times and then called like, "You might have something." So did B. But the video I had for it, it was like, "Nope, we got to do something bigger. Mm. We got to do something bigger." And that's how I ended up at four one six. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's super cool. Because I did a whole actually. video and a song yeah. in a week. <laughs> I did the whole song in a week. And Damn. it was crazy. I was I, I cried, you guys. I, I swear I cried. I cried. I cried because I had put my own money into it. I didn't pay a lot at all, but mm-hmm. I thought that this was it. Yeah. And he was like, Nope. So now I just have the video. I'll probably release it in like a year or something, <laughs> like on a documentary or something. Like, y'all, here's the first video. Yeah. But um I had a crazy before I even had my dreads, it was before I had my dreads. Okay. And I, I go back to this look every now and then. I yeah. usually wear like this long pretty orange hair okay and i had like a rock star type of look me and my girls was in a room it was like a hippie room it was <laughs> it was crazy it was turned up in there but it was just, it just looked natural yeah so um and that's a, your single right mm-hmm. so when's your tape come out that's my i'm 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 going for the the middle of january or the end of january okay gotcha. um, i'm gonna release a cover here once it gets done and once it's done we'll have a date so have you released a name or anything like that mood swings mood swings mm-hmm. and this, this is gonna be you Yep. That's dope. Every song was based off of my mood that day that I recorded. Really? Okay. Uh-huh. So, um. And you really just like, do you do any meditation? Random, but. I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, I meditate a lot of ways. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. Um, sure. I give a meditation on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so th- just that day you were, you knew you were going to record, you kind of just like, you know felt the vibe what you were feeling yeah. you're just like boom this is mm-hmm. this is what i'm gonna write i study music a lot I, okay. I, my biggest thing is i do not want to sound like anybody i want my own lane yeah um like i have people coming into my producer like can i get a paris ladam type beat like that's crazy to me yeah it is um so with that being said like it goes off my mood my feelings like i i study a lot of things what the world's going through and i know what women like to hear mm. i know what men like to hear so i try not to favor one Do, or the yeah, other it's kind of like all my music is kind of versatile so yeah. men i've heard like men riding around listening to my music i'm not one of those rappers that talk about getting my nails done and shopping <laughs> sprees and purses because i rap about reality and that's not really me yeah you know so um yeah people <laughs> people love it both L- sides let me ask you this so have okay. you ever been walking down the street and a car drives by and you just hear your song playing if I don't hear it playing, people are yelling it out their windows. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I get I get that every day. I can't go to the store, the gas station. The only really? place I'm the only place I'm comfortable in, I don't have to worry about nothing, is my home. Oh wow. So and you're kinda I, like I getting there now. Like oh yeah, this is everywhere. The yeah. grocery store, I can go anywhere and plus Nouveau just dropped me on their cover. So oh, okay. the new That's, That's all Congrats. over Indiana. Thank you. That's all over Indiana. So it's like if they don't know me, like somebody came to me randomly today, like I don't know you. I don't know your name. Never seen you before, but you look like somebody important. Can I have an autograph? This is in Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Because when I was going in, like, three people stopped me to take pictures. Okay. So I think that's why. But um, I've been getting a lot of love from people that I've never even known knew I existed. But that's such a cool feeling, I'm sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, Keeps you moving forward, too. mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that type of attention on a person who's kind of, you know, but like humble, like how, how I am, like mm-hmm. 
I'm not big headed about it. I'm not like I still I'm still out here by myself. Yeah, this like, is your everyday life. Yeah, I'm not running like around with like five bodyguards and a whole bunch <laughs> of cameras. Not, but that you know that does happen. <laughs> that does happen. But like, um, I'm chilling just like everybody else. So for sure. And um, I mean, I'm sure that with no matter how big you end up getting, that's always what your foundation will be. Of course. Yeah. Just as big as you can get is how small you can even smaller you can get mm. like i just feel like i'm just counting my blessings yeah and at the end of the day i really just want to get my mom a house yeah that's <laughs> isn't that what it's about just helping your loved ones and yeah i just want to help my loved ones i really yeah. want to you know what i'm saying like it's time to focus on myself and that's what i've been doing but when this all is done and said and done for it makes sense i just want to i just want to be comfortable that's super dope who who are some of your biggest inspirations Biggest inspirations, other than, like, my mother, Ronnie, <laughs> um, the people around me, you talking about, like, celebrities and stuff like that? Yeah, anyone, yeah, besides your core group, your team that you had mentioned, okay. um, you know, celebrities or just anyone that, like, for example, you said your substitute teacher, you know? Yes. That was probably was a ins- huge yeah. inspiration for you. He was, a, he was a huge inspiration, and I reached out to him to let him know I was doing music. What did I say? found him on social media. Um, he had immediately told me to hit him up and meet him at the Starbucks because he has stand-up poetry there. Okay. Um, but I was out of town. Um, we we're going to link up. We we're going to link up. I just hit him up a couple days ago because I did another podcast. Okay. And um, they all knew Blair Karst. They had him as a sub. Uh, as okay. a sub. That's so um, inspirations. Um, I Believe it or not, I'm an R&B head. I like R&B. Um, I really don't. I listen to a lot of rap, but I love R&B. Who's your favorite artist? Rap or R&B? Both. Okay, um, rap. I like. I like a little bit of everybody. Um, I I love Eve. Eve is somebody I looked up to. Um, Left Eye coming up from TLC yep. is who I looked at. Okay. Um, Eve and Left Eye was my favorite. Of course, Trina. Trina was up there when I was younger. Um, R and B. My mom. I love the the Jesse Powell, the Drew Hill, Jesse Powell, the Kim. The R. Kelly, like all of that, like I okay. loved all of that. Like I like I have an old soul, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I like all that. Don't get me wrong, I am, I do love the current music as well. Yeah. Like, LMA is dope. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her name? She sings a song called uh, "Figures." Jesse Rice. Okay. She's dope, 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 dope. Jesse Rice is dope. Um, Sinead Harnett or something like that. She's dope. She's an R and B. Okay. Like I, I love. If I could sing, I would. For a while, I had to find my voice. My you voice don't think is so soft. Sing? I can harmonize. I cannot sing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple R and B records um, that's already out, but okay. people are so used to me rapping, they're not they're not ready for that one. So I kind of just <laughs> put a hold on it. But um, it sounds really really good. But I am not a singer. Mm. I suck at singing. <laughs> but like my voice is so soft, I had to find a way to make my voice sound good on on a record yeah so i don't have to yell because when i try to yell my voice gets really high and that's where the annoying parts come in (laughs) (laughs) so i try to keep it you know mellow mellow and and low and chill yeah it describes me too my voice is me so yeah that's super super dope um with all your travels going around the country performing at different places have you been kind of um shaking hands rubbing shoulders with some people that you know it's just mind-blowing to you that you're even like there you know of course um 
I don't know if you guys had, I don't know how long you guys been following me, but when I first dropped my getting it video, I did like a set it off. Have you seen the movie Set It Off? Uh, Queen Latifah a long time ago. Maybe, they robbed maybe it. Four, four women robbed a bank. Okay. Got away with it, but um, they ended up dying too. Okay. So um, me and my four best friends did a video called Getting It, and we mimicked the whole movie. And okay. it looks so dope. It's on YouTube. It's called Getting It. And um, <laughs> How long is this video? The video is probably about three, four minutes. What up? We got some people out here. Hey, y'all. Uh, how we doing? <laughs> <laughs> this is Paris. Paris Ladam. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Up and coming artists here in the city. Doing dope things. Releasing dope music. You already know. Find it on <laughs> iTunes, SoundCloud, yes, Spotify, yes. everything. YouTube, YouTube, everywhere. YouTube. Streaming everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my Instagram. Or you guys go pick up a Nouveau, a Nouveau article. I'm on the cover of the, of the newspaper right now. Right, right now, now. Right. You, you, hey, you better go. <laughs> That's super dope. Right on. Well, um, getting back into it. So, talking about, I guess you know, vision. You, you're still super young. I know you. You haven't even touched the surface of where you're trying to be and where you're trying to go. Ready. You're ready. I'm you're ready. hungry. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have so many setbacks. You guys, it's it's crazy. Like um. Any that like, you'll mind sharing? Yeah. Um, let's see. Beginning of the year, right before I was trying to drop my getting video, mm-hmm. somebody hacked my social media. Oh, shit. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything's gone. At the time, I had like 25K, Damn. almost 30K, and it hurt, stung. Yeah. Because it's like I bumped shoulders with so many people. I travel so much. Mm. I don't know where to find these people at. It's been years. So, um randomly right before i dropped my getting video you guys will never believe it somebody i got my i got my i got two facebooks and the one they didn't get into somebody sent me a, a message on my dm my, my uh, messenger mm-hmm. and i had just downloaded messenger it was like three months later somebody wrote me like hey i'm a big fan of your music protect your pages a little better here's all your passwords oh shit yes they deleted every picture i've ever had and tried to sell my page and what? <laughs> it was like three months, you guys. I was sick. I had to start. I had to start a new page, which is now under Team Ladam. Okay. Um, but they gave me all my pass my passwords. They told me they was a fan and to protect my information a little better. Well, that's a blessing. I had to make a whole. They hacked my email, so they got they got everything. Did you have the same password for everything? No. Okay. No, but they got my email, and I don't know what they did, but they, <laughs> I don't know nothing about that, but well, I don't know what they did, but they, they had me bad. Like, that, I was, like, trying not to be sick over social media, but yeah. I was sick over social media. Mm. You know. So did that put things into perspective, though? Because, I it mean, just it could me be. It go harder. Okay. And it made me, anytime something happens, I just say, well, maybe it's a sign that maybe I shouldn't do it. Mm. Maybe whatever I had right there, maybe it's a sign that I need to start over. Yeah. But then when they gave me my page back, I secured everything, and now I'm at almost, I'm at like 40K. What have you done to build that up? Bumping shoulders with everybody. Yeah. Everybody knows social media now is one of the strongest outlets, but word of mouth mm, yes. is the strongest yes. outlet word of mouth. ever. Before social media, before phones, word of mouth is how everyone communicated. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
when my page got hacked, I had so many people shouting me out like, hey, everybody go follow Paris, her page got hacked, da, 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 da. When I came back, I posted one picture like, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> and all my followers came back, people who reported the page and unfollowed the page. I had to send in IDs, I had to send in socials, I had to send in so much stuff to try to get my stuff back, not knowing it was a hacker that got me. Yeah. So. Damn, that was, was a setback. Was it hard to communicate with uh, I don't, Facebook, Instagram, whoever you're talking to, to like go through that process? Cause what, to get it back? Yeah, to get it back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. I just happened to download it on my phone, the messenger, and they popped up just oh, like that. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. They popped yeah, up yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. and I'm like, hey. <laughs> I had just got into my Facebook, so I was, I was actually checking my messages, and they had wrote me like, your biggest fan, but secure your, gotcha. your stuff. Damn. Close call. <laughs> really close call. It was gone for three months. So. Damn. So I guess going back to that question, though, the vision of where you see yourself taking your career, mm-hmm. does it stop at music or is there any more? Th- is What else are you passionate about? Um, like I, um, I like to do a lot of visuals. Okay. Um, if I could start putting together like short films, if I could put like a series together, I would do that. Um, I'm a big fan. Did you guys see when Issa Rae shouted me out? I honestly did not. I don't okay. think so. Okay, are you guys familiar with Issa Rae? Yes. Okay, so Issa Rae from the show Insecure. Yep. She shouted me out on Twitter. She has millions of followers, mm-hmm. and um, it came randomly. I woke up one day, my phone was like ding 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 <laughs> ding ding ding. You made a like, song about like, it. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? And Issa Rae shouted me out. She said, weekend mood. And she posted the hang up, the boop, boop, boop yeah. at the gas station, the gas station scene that I have on Twitter. And I was already at like 60K, but it went like 250K in 10 minutes. Damn. Like I had people all over the world like adding me, following me. People was telling me, it sucks. People were telling me new weekend song. Like I've got it all. Are you I've going back and are you replying to all these people? Of course. Okay. Of course. Cool. I, I like go that. back in. I go in. If I don't get to everybody, like I've replied, I like everybody's comment. Everybody knows with me is orange hearts. So okay. I don't know if you can <laughs> see it, but everybody leaves orange hearts on my page. Yeah. Um, I I like comments. I reply. The DMs is a little tricky because the request, the 99 plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of weird people <laughs> in the DMs. <laughs> They're doing some crazy stuff that you should probably, you know, send your spouse. But um, the DMs are rough. Yeah. The DMs are definitely rough. But um, I tried my best to make sure I go respond. Whether it's a day or two, mm-hmm. I go through and like everybody's comment and thank you, Orange Hearts, or something because... Like, I answer people in my DMs. So it's like, I get little girls asking me for advice with the music. I get mm-hmm. guys, too. So it's just like... What do, you, what do you tell someone? If someone reaches out, um, let's say a teenager who's trying to pursue music and mm-hmm. asks you for advice, whatever it may be, what's that, what's that thing, that go-to piece of advice that you tell younger people? Don't stop. Don't stop. You have got to be dedicated. This is not something that happens overnight. This is something I stress enough. Mm. Because if I would have gave up years ago, I don't know what I would be doing right now. Like, mm. not to say that this is my life, but I figured it went this way for a reason. For sure. So, um, but that being said, like, I was just in the studio yesterday. It was a younger lady by the name of Shaylee. She's mm-hmm. a rapper out here, too. And um, she wanted to see how I wrote. So I showed her my notes and um, the way I structured everything in my notes to, you know, we, we learn, everybody learns something new every day. Yeah. Definitely. And um, anywhere I can help, I'm, I'm going to make sure I can help. 
what so People what is remember that stuff like that a hundred percent and that's so true um what does that structure look like as far as the creative process that goes into writing a song mm-hmm. is it the same for you every single time believe it or not i write all my music not all but the majority of my music is wrote before i even get a beat okay i hear the beat in my head so my producer comes and like okay we'll rap the whole song you made and then he'll make my he'll start making the instruments around my vocals that's dope. Yeah, but then like now, like he'll make he'll present beats to me and I'll just rap to it, but it'll take a little longer for me to to get it done. Mm-hmm. Therefore me already having everything wrote down. I write all my music. So I'm like it's I just like having fun with it. Yeah, for You've sure. You gotta have fun with it. You never think about it too much. How long does it take you to write a song different? Um, depending on the beat. Like I'll hear a beat, I'm like, they're like, You like this? I'm like, Okay, I'll write to it. But that one beat that make you stand up and get out your chair, it's gonna it's gonna be done right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like that. <laughs> <laughs> you get that one beat that just makes you jump up, like, Oh, I gotta get this, mm-hmm. that's the one you go with. <laughs> In your spine, yeah. <laughs> So um, I got a question for you. Who would be the number one person that you would want to collab with on a song? I think everybody would say Drake on that answer. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I would love to work with, um, I would love to work with Drake. If Drake was to get on Hang Up. That'd be crazy. Game over. Game's over. Game's over. I think once I do get to where I want to go, I would collab with a lot of people. I I would collab with Cardi, of course. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm a I'm a Cardi fan. I'm a Nicki fan. I I support all the women. Yeah. Um, whether I like your music or listen to your music, I support everybody because I know how that grind is. Yeah. And I know, I know like, I know what people have been through. Rather I've made it all the way there yet. Mm-hmm. I know where I'm at right now, so I know their footsteps. Yeah. So I actually take off my hat to them. But I'm a I'm a you know what's so crazy? I'm a Nas fan. I like Nas. Really? <laughs> I like Nas. I like <laughs> but I like all the, the new generation music too. Mm-hmm. Um I'm really I'm really versatile. I listen to everything. Yeah. That's dope. So what is that next step for you, I guess? Visuals, content, mm-hmm. dropping this tape and basically put my foot on their neck like I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Is been there, trying to. Is Indy the spot for you for, you know, the rest of time or what? Probably not the rest of time. Okay. Um, nobody's really just been pulled out of nap. Yeah. Everybody who's been successful that I've seen has, this is their footwork, mm-hmm. and then they branched out, moved somewhere else, and then got on. Yeah. I'm trying to make it to where... I get on in my city. Like oh, I, I love, like I love my city, but I travel enough to not have to move. Yeah, if that makes sense. It does. It does. That's super cool. Um, the next question I have for you okay. is, I guess, with everything that you're doing right now, the content that you're creating, um, what your the overall mission behind, you know, what you're doing. It. What's the impact that you're trying to have? Have fun. Have fun. Have fun. I mean, this is uh, this right here. Can this this game is crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, it teaches you to keep a smile on your face, mm-hmm. you know, when you're not wanting to. Yeah. So the 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 biggest thing to me is have fun with it. Don't think about it too much. And the most impact, the impact I'm trying to have on on anybody is having fun with it. This is this is supposed. If this is what I want to do for the rest of my life, I want to be able to enjoy it. Yeah, be happy. You know, yeah, be happy. I don't want to. Don't get me wrong. Nine to fives are are great. I've worked nine to fives. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had my (coughs) own office. Every dollar counts. 
my last CD was exactly what it means, every dollar counts. I've been on both sides. I've been in the streets. I've been in the office. I've been in corporate. I've been, I've been everywhere. <clears throat> so the grind never stops, but to have fun with what you want to do for the rest of your life is like a major thing to me. I really like that. That's super major for me as well. Um, you know, beside the music, what else do you got going on? Other than my writing, right now, to be honest, I'm learning. Like, I had to learn to make this Ladon Paris Ladon a business. Mm. So um, now, like, music is my full time. Um, Were you ever uh, entrepreneurial minded, or is that something that you had to learn? I've kind of always been that way. Yeah. Um, once I have my mind on something, I, I kind of stay on it. For sure. I kind of. It'll drive me nuts until I get it done. So, um, like I said before, like dedication to everything that I do, like short films, music, anything that I got my foot in or my name on, I, I try to go as hard as I can with all it. All out. <clears throat> yeah. Um, where can people find you? Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, under Paris Ladam. That's P-A-R-R-I-S-L-A-D-A-M-E. And then is there anything else that you want to tell our listeners before uh, we sign off of here? Other than that, other than that, yeah, have fun. Have <laughs> life, fun. life, life is fun. Have fun. It's too. Life is too short to to be mad or to not do what you you know really want to do. And I appreciate everybody who's been supporting me. I need that. A lot of the support that I, messages that I get mm -hmm. is I use that as motivation as well. So I appreciate everybody. So that is what I need to say to everybody. Paris, we appreciate you for coming appreciate on you. here. Um, you know, up and coming artists here in the city. You have the personality, you have the sound, you you know, the whole presence of you is very impactful. I'm, Thank you. I'm getting cold chills just like <laughs> kind of sitting here talking to you um, and just hearing that journey, the grind, having fun with everything that you do. I think that, you know, you really can and have the potential and will be of course. Uh, someone that comes out of the city that, you know, makes a huge impact and in a positive way Yes. Um, through music. And I'm excited to just see your journey and keep following it. And I hope that we keep crossing paths. We definitely will. We'll bump shoulders again. For sure. Right on. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Episode 10 with Paris Ladime. Here we are with Novelty Voice, Adam Karenang as your host, signing off.